60 Minutes. Accompanied by their manager, Sam Hello, everybody, and welcome to Into the Snowdown Galaxy on the podcast. This is a bonus episode. This past Wednesday, the Snowdown had a press conference with multiple different after shows coming in, asking questions, and the Galaxy Geeks were able to be a part of that press conference. So what this episode is meant to be is this is the entire press conference that we are giving you. And we thought that it would be great for you to hear. You're going to be hearing other after shows like POV, Shmomi the Money, Let's Get Ready, The Insight. You're going to be hearing all of those different after shows just like us. So I hope you can sit back, relax, and I hope you can enjoy the Schmodown Press Conference. I have been, I, I think I told a few competitors this and i tell you guys the same too uh as much as i've been invested in the show the way that i have been and so excited for it and a lot of you have pointed it out i'm also so invested once again in all the after shows and listening to all the after shows and the, the breakdowns and and hearing like the I, when i take my dog for a walk i'm listening to the shows and listening to who's what you guys are thinking about the storylines and all that and put it together so it's been really refreshing and fun and it seems like you all have a um have the same kind of spark of renewal that that I have because there's just a lot more to talk about. There's a lot more that we're that we're doing, and and a lot of the the stuff that everybody's saying seems to be in the same ballpark. So we appreciate it. What we wanted to do here today, if all of you have obviously seen the pay per view, um, kind of just go over the announcement once again and, and answer any questions that you guys have. And I'm sure on your after shows and you guys can, can cover it and talk about it, but it's really to talk about Titans and how Titans is going to be the next change of, um, of the Schmodown and, and to credit galaxy geeks. I don't know if they're here with us today, but, um, but uh, so I was listening to your show and you, oh. and you guys said it and you said this, the, the, the same thing. And I was at, this could be the thing that changes the Schmodown for forever. And that's the intent. Um, and the way it kind of came about was, um, and I have, I have no problem saying this because it's legal in California. I was on an edible and I was, um, and I, and I had, uh, I was watching the Royal Rumble and I was going to, and a little later on that, that night, I was going to watch, um, I was going to watch the Royal Rumble. And I started to think about the show and the show in general, as we were starting to put it together and I, I started thinking about the WWE and AEW and wrestling as a whole and the reason why this thing was started the way it was. And I started to think that in my head, I said, I think I've been doing this show wrong for around six years. Um, and what I meant by that was the idea that if we're trying to tell these stories through scenes by putting them one on there might be a competitor that you guys like you guys cover everything because you're hardcore fans it's part of what you do for your shows and everything too but the casual fan as they're watching it, and as you mentioned for again on galaxy you're you're i believe your girlfriend or your wife um oh, I- watching it the first time 
we needed to be more accessible. There might not be competitors that she enjoys watching on Tuesday. And if there's a crucial scene in there. She's going to be out of the loop on Friday if there is one that she does watch. And then there's a scene that connects and she has no idea what happened because she didn't watch Tuesday because she didn't care about the two competitors that were playing. So I was like, instead of making these individual matches, we should be making uh, Monday Night Raw or or Dynamite or whatever. We should be making these shows, these two-hour shows based off what we were doing. And I called both Terry Lynn and Thad immediately. And Thad, as you guys know, I've been working for a while. Like I call Thad when I talk to him because I know that, and Terry Lynn as well, but Thad has been working with longer where I know Thad will push back right away if he thinks, A, it's not doable, or B, he doesn't like the idea, I'll tell you. And within seconds of pitching what I wanted to do, Thad and Terry Lynn were like, this is the way we need to do the show. This is the way we need to do the show. Like it's, it, I, and we all thought like, why didn't we, and it's, it was actually a really good, I, not a good thing. It was a really good thing that we didn't do it over, two, three years ago, because in the momentum that we had, remember when, when the pandemic hit, our momentum was flowing. We had the ESPN article that was supposed to come out. We had all these things. The live events were selling out. We had everything. And if Titans would have debuted then, it would have been yet another thing that kind of bit the dust. So we're thinking it was kind of a happy accident and we're excited for it. Plus the fact we wanted to pay attention to every single person that leaves comments and pays And we're not, and it's been forever where, what do I love when people write? I just love, I just watch the trivia. Of course I don't. I want people to enjoy the whole entire experience, but I can't discount those people that they're watching it for the trivia. So we wanted to give those people something too. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays, as you guys have seen this past week on Tuesday and Thursday, we had given a, um, we, we piece out the matches and we put just the matches on Tuesday and Thursday. Um, and then the scenes will pepper throughout the week. So if you've seen the pay-per-view to you guys who have seen the pay-per-view, it's stuff that you've already seen. And then the same will go for Titans when we put Titans on Friday nights. So Titans will be um, promos, matches. Um, and as you guys know, the main event that's coming up this Friday with JTE and the kid, um, you will see. Sometimes people will challenge each other for the following week. Sometimes it'll be a surprise. Sometimes people will show up. We want to make it must-watch television. That's the whole deal. We want to make it a television show. So that's the majority of the announcement, as you guys already knew that, but wanted to reiterate it with it. And then plus any of those questions um, that you guys did have, we want to kind of put those out there so we could, so we could talk about it. Great. So let's start uh, with our Q&A portion. Um, Jill, can you come with to the first question? Yeah, um, I did have one quick question. Um, I think it was briefly mentioned that there might be some digital Star Wars matches. Is that correct or is that not happening? Anymore? So that was that was a misconception, I think, because I heard wow. that from a bunch of different places. I have no intention of doing digital matches um, okay. at the moment. Um, the digital matches is just it's just if you if you combine a digital if what we're doing right here. If you combine that to the clear cut look of what we just presented, it's just counterproductive. However, Terry Lynn and I have been talking about ways to potentially bring the Star Wars digital division around. We haven't decided anything yet, but we're just because we know that people do want it. But it's just so hard because we have so people know we have a set. And this is the thing that I made clear on Facebook. This is the thing that I've been talking to you guys about um, that the way some of you are aware, some of you aren't businesses work in general. So you have a set, you have a budget that you have, that you have to, that 
Terry Lynn beautifully comes up with and says, okay, this is the budget. And then we get approved for a budget. And they say, okay, now we have to make sure that these are the things that we need inside of this budget. We have to, as any business to like you break even great, but that's not the goal. The goal is, the goal is profit. And the Schmodown needs it because Schmodown is fighting back because of the pandemic. And so one of the things that we have inside of that budget is, is talent budget. And there's only so many people per month that we can bring in that we can get out here. And right now, and, and I think Jill, you said it on your show, Star Wars was maybe what, three or four times a month before, or three times, four times a year before the pandemic. You know, it just, it just became a thing because digital was so was was a way to do it so i know people are getting you, you they they're have these uh it's like watching a television show and being well i like these characters i want to see these characters still in it and we get it but we just don't know realistically how we can make um star wars work yet that but, was that was my question is if it were to be digital how would it work in the titan kind um, of aspect of it all yeah is uh, terry lynn and i are talking about away right now that it's just it's just too young in discussions to to bring it up here because i i don't want to get anybody's hopes up but it's mm -hmm. um it, and it's, it's just a way to potentially try to do it but we don't know yet okay thank you perfect we're going to take our next question from luke from galaxy geeks all right so my question is looking at titans and everything else is the goal to really grow the patreon or are you trying to grow this through YouTube or what's your growth rate that you're really looking at right now? It's a fantastic question. It's, and it's ultimately the same question that the, this, the same answer that I was just going through with the budget and all that. So as, as um, you know, there was a, a, a response to when I had talked about Patreon and Patreon is absolutely part of the growth. To answer your question, it's, it, it's, it's all of it. Um, because as we try to, what people still, I think, look at Patreon the wrong way. And they think of it as like, oh, this is, this is just something that people need because they need money. We want to present Patreon as a, as a subscription service, as a streaming service, as something where you guys are getting those pay-per-views and people are, well, you used to do three pay-per-views, but now you're only doing one. Yeah. But the three pay-per-views were, were pixelated matches. And sometimes you only got one. Now you're getting full shows. You've got a full two hour show with all the bells and whistles. Wouldn't you want that more so than three digital matches with that? Oh, you're muted. You're muted. Who wants that? Uh, so, so now this is what we, we're, what we're putting the money that we're getting. So people are, and rightfully so people on Patreon are saying, well, where does my money go? Right. And the answer to that, the money goes to the production, the money goes to the competitors, to the producers, to the editors, to everyone to build and build and build. And we want to make sure that eventually, and that's why we have cut, had to cut back on, we cut back on live events for a lot of different reasons. One, we just know the, the state of the world and, and that type of thing and protocol and all that. But we also want to make sure what was our, what was our goal and what was the, what was the better gamble for us? And as Terry Lynn and I were talking, we said, all right, what we think actually could work is if we put everything we have into this studio match, the studio setting and the show that if we get it popular enough and we get the audience excited enough, then we can take that show on the road in 2023. So the goal is to be able to build up the Patreon to build up. We want to, and the other thing is by doing all these characters and everything, and we want to build up the merch. We want to, we want you guys to love your, your characters so much so that you want to get a lady justice t-shirt that you want to get these new teams that are coming out, that you want to support the factions that you want to do that in a way, because last, the couple last seasons was just faction merch. And it was just, you, you got a star shirt or a Finstock exchange. There was no characters enough to build you up to want you to get those things. Um, 
So we want to be able to do that. We want to be able to build uh, as subscribers for sure. It's why we're also going after like the IP driven matches. Um, so it's it, the answer to your question is all of it. Um, and instead, and for people, when they say we want the Patreon to be able to grow to where right now it's like 3,500, we want to get to 10,000. We want to get to 20,000 and people are like, Oh, don't, you, what do you mean? You just want more money from people. Of course, the business, we want to make sure that we have people in that are people are, are, are buying what they want to watch. We're not, we're not saying that this is the misconception. We're like, Oh, if you don't have Patreon, you're, you're going to, if, if it's Patreon doesn't work. The, the business goes down. No, if all of it doesn't work, then the business goes down. It's the point we we want to make sure that everyone who isn't that that is is part of this, that you're a consumer, that you're satisfied, that you're doing the shows and you are excited the way the three you guys were the other day and talking about what you just saw. That's how you keep on the business going. And that's what we're trying to do. The goal is to, to grow all of it. I think that's a really good point to bring up about everyone being satisfied. And that is something that we've considered with Patreon. We, it is not lost on us that it is a different experience than it was last year. Um, but we are working really hard to make sure that it's still a unique experience. So if that's bringing Q and A's from competitors that you don't normally get a Q and A from like an Ethan Irwin, that, that's what we're going to try to do to make up for that. Both our YouTube subscribers, our social subscribers, and Patreon, those are how we, that's how we measure our growth. They're really good metric indicators. And that's what, uh, that's what Skybound's using to measure the growth. So when we say that we want to grow it, it's not necessarily just on the money side. It's so that we can show that it has a lot of legs to stand on and that fan base is really strong. And that's how we do it is with the Patreon subscriptions. And, you know, it's one thing to say, like, we have a lot of YouTube subscribers. That doesn't necessarily mean they're active. Patreon subscribers oh. are more active than YouTube. So it's just another way for us to have a metric to show at the end of the year that this was something that was successful and you should keep moving forward in a bigger, better capacity. Great. Yeah. Let's uh, take the next question from Tim at the Insight. Hello, question. Um, so my question is basically, uh, so you're saying that with the matches being revealed through the promos and the announcements during the Friday Night Titans, so is it safe to assume that uh, basically what was done before when announcing matches ahead of, with a long schedule, uh, I assume that will be done away in favor of something similar to pro wrestling when announcing uh, matches with, you know, on, during the show and through promo work? Yeah, that's exactly right. So for one of the, for example, on the Showdown official Twitter, um, we, we announced that in March, our, our next pay-per-view is Marisol McKee going to be defending the title against a TBD competitor. Um, so she'll be, she'll be defending the title. So, you know, you're getting Marisol, and you know, the undercard is Bibiani versus chance. So there will be an, and in April, you know, you're going to get the free for all. Um, so right now the goal is at the end of April will be the free for all. So, you know that right now, you know what the next two pay-per-views are, but the question is the lead up to that we feel is more exciting if you're watching the show and you tune into Titans, because now you're saying, because I've already heard you guys speculating about it, who's the TBD that's going to play Marisol? And the, also the other idea is sometimes what you might get, if you think about it, when you have to find that TBD competitor, the question is, when are those people going to play and how fast is the turnaround going to be for that person who wins when they have to play Marisol if it's in March? So instead of the and it's not going to happen all the time, but some, sometimes what you get is someone would win and then two months later they would play for the title. You're looking at something where that person could win and play the next week. 
which is possible for the for the championship. So you could see that person twice. You could start to see more of these stars in the in week to week basis as opposed to every other month. So yes, you wouldn't necessarily know it on the schedule except the the pay per views that have been announced. But we feel it's more exciting if you're watching along and then you find out what the main event is that that week. To if so, for example, like JTE and and uh, the kid, you guys know what it is. You know that that's going to be the first one, and now you want to know what that undercard is going to be. And what the storyline is uh, surrounding. Okay, we're going to take our next question from the Let's Get Ready Network for Dagan and Josh. Hey, Christian, uh, nope. thanks for taking the time to do this today, man. Really yeah. appreciate it. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna let Josh talk too, so so uh, Danny's not here to cut him off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to to ask about sort of the. Uh, the way that the show has been presented. I, I love the new studio, the new look of it and everything. Love how it feels like a wrestling, like a weekly wrestling show. Um, and I, I know you probably are going to want to utilize that new space as much as possible. Um, but I know that a lot of people really liked the Scum and Villainy Cantina tapings last year and the way that that looked. So are there any plans to do anything like that or maybe return to the, to the cantina? this season uh, or is it pretty much just all going to be from the skybound studio up to spectacular uh no plans yet to go to um the, the cantina i mean coy actually approached me and I'm glad you brought that up because i haven't even brought this to, up to terry lynn yet uh coy had br brought up the opportunity to maybe bring like the big thing rewatches over to scum and villainy because they do stuff over there so that would be something that would be interesting to do but as far as the showdown goes no um, we, we like, we, we really want to go, um, all in on this, um, studio to make sure that we go in on the studio and, and have a, um, and, and establish what that feeling is. So you guys can, can kind of hone into it and get used to it because right now it's that brand new toy to us. And it's a brand new toy to you guys. Like, so what you've seen is, um, oh, that studio, we're going to see it again. And then you start to get used to it. And, and remember it's going to be evolving for us and it's going to be evolving for you. This was a, this was the, I can't give enough credit to both Terry Lynn and, and Thad for the amount of time it took for them to find the studio, get us in there, design it, and then go. Um, we're going to have to do that again for our next shoot. And then things will start to ease, but you'll see it evolve. So, but no plans to go to the canteen at the moment, as much as we love that place. Um, um, so, so, um, my, my question is what I love about uh, Titans is the surprise and like you, you, the undercard can be literally anything and to kind of expound upon that last season, um, you had trouble because of the, you, you couldn't, um, you were kind of stuck into a system and part of that system was the managers couldn't compete. So what I'm wondering is that for this season, is everyone on the table? Is it possible we see, um, Adam Witt compete in Star Wars or teams or just because he's a manager is he completely cannot compete at all he has to focus on managing anything can happen on Titans and that's and that's uh I came up with something the other day and I got very excited about it and I called Smets talked to Smets about it he's like that's crazy and I was like yeah it's pretty crazy and I said I think the fans are gonna hate it at first and then I think they're gonna love it because this kind of stuff that it's like bringing, bringing something in there that, I mean, I'm, I, I have a really radical idea of something I want to do with, with a few different people, but certain things have to go right also. So, you know, if, if you guys have all seen the Andrew guy, Dan Merle match doesn't always work out the way that I'm planning it in my head. So um, 
so yeah, the, the, to answer your question, anything can happen and anybody could play at any, any given time. Look, I mean, look at Jay Washington. He's, he's going to be back as a player now, and I'm going to have him play whenever I want him to, and he's got to play whoever I want him to. Okay, we're going to take the next question from Brandon at Shmomi the Money. All right, uh, Christian, thanks for having us all uh, here. This is all fairly new to us, so a bunch of questions, um, I know for sure. You said digital, no more. Um, basically, you're going to try to avoid it at all costs. We know a lot of the top-tier Star Wars competitors are not local to Los Angeles. So is it Star Wars is on hold for now, or will they be coming into town for these top-tier Star Wars matches? You might have missed it. Jill asked that in the beginning um, well, of, of this one, so I, I, can, I have no problem reiterating it. But um, So the first thing, as far as digital goes, so to be completely clear, on Patreon, our exhibition matches that we do once a month, those are those are still digital. The Q&As will be digital and all that will be digital. Um, just to reiterate the, the point on, on Star Wars, um, at, at the, Star Wars Digital is not a thing that we're planning on doing. Um, and as far as like the the idea at the moment, going back to reboot fashion, is is maybe having three or four Star Wars matches for the year. Um, and unless we come up with the plan, Terry, Terry Lynn and I have been talking about another plan for Star Wars that we haven't put into play yet. We haven't even gotten close to making it serious yet but it would potentially bring star wars back to digital but it, a couple things would have to happen but right now the plan is no it's, it just doesn't fit it doesn't look right with titans to have digital matches mixed with with titans and we only have a set budget per month for competitors that um that we can bring people in and the star wars division just doesn't play into the same way the way teams inner geekdom and singles does okay we're going to take our next question from boggs from ultimate schmodown after show Hey, Christian, how's it going? Um, okay, so I'm going to ask this question with respect, right? Um, obviously, a lot of pros with uh, Titans, like you said. Um, but us guys as a team do have a few questions um, as an after show. And there are a few other after shows that are in agreement with us as well. They haven't, um, so I'm not speaking on their behalf, but I'm just letting you know there is uh, communications that there is a concern. Obviously, and I think our producer, our head producer, hit you up about it as well, where, you know, not knowing who's playing obviously like we know that Marisol's got that pay-per-view and yeah. uh, you know we know uh, Maya and um, JT's playing this week but you know moving forward when we don't know who's going to be on the show every week how are we going to book guests right obviously you know um, most shows go on Friday after the pay-per-views Saturday Sunday Mondays and you know we've been speaking to the PR firm they need a week notice, four days notice to book guests of course you know some guests need a month notice more right sure. as you know mm -hmm. so how are we going to you know, uh, manage with not knowing potentially who plays up until watching the show, right? So yeah. book guests, potentially for the next day, you know, there's a lot of shows that do Friday night um, yeah. shows, right? So uh, just need a bit of help or, or a bit of, um, you know, further. Well, don't think know. I don't think about you guys because I do. And uh, we've already we've already talked about this. And I, Susan and I spoke about it this morning. Um, what we're going to do it, and I think it's also too difficult for the PR team and it's also too difficult for you guys to every single time Hey, we want this person. We want this person. We want this person. So we're going to, we're going to eliminate that. And even this morning, what I did was I'm going to put together a list for Susan and the team and of the available talent that will be available for you guys to interview. And the list will go out. And these are the, these are the, this is the talent that is available for you guys to interview. What we are going to ask from you guys is almost you guys are going to be under an embargo because there might be spoilers of certain people that are going to be on that show. So, you know what, and this is, 
obviously, like for me, when I'm doing, if, if a studio asks me to keep an, an embargo and I break it, well, then I don't get interviews anymore. So and we're going to keep you guys to the same thing. So if we say, hey, we're putting, these are the people that are going to be available and you can get them and you can book them. And then you go and spoil it that that person's on there. Then you're probably not going to get any more interviews. Um, but so it's easier for you guys so you can book. The PR team will be sending out a list. And that way, again, you don't have to just keep emailing every day of, hey, we want this person with it. Because I've also seen requests for people. Like I saw someone request like Brandon Hanna. He's not gonna be on the show for a little bit. So like, it's not, it's not necessary for him to go on any shows right now. It's not like for, so we want to get this person. That person's not going to be on an episode anytime soon. You want to get people who are relevant to the show. So you guys can talk to them about what's going on. We can get the word out that they, they have this going on. So you'll get a list box to, to, of, of who it is. And then that way it's easier for you guys to book. So, you know, so we're, we're very aware that you guys are going to need some time to, to book guests. Thank you, man. Yeah, we were just looking for that. Sorry, uh, Susan. Sorry, just for that trust factor. Yeah. And then if we break that, then that's our fault. Totally. I get that. But yeah, if you're going to put that trust, Olive Branch out, whatever, then that's appreciated. Yeah. And just to add, that'll probably be going out tomorrow morning, uh, that blast. So you'll know who's uh, currently going to be available. And then we'll come back to you with those requests. Okay. We went through the first round of questions. Next round, uh, back to Jill from a certain point of view. Uh, were we the ones who reached out for Brandon Hannah? Because we did have an idea for no. that. <laughs> oh. I was like, we had an idea for Brandon. Um, is the was the studio that we saw for the pay per view? Is that the studio that they were going to have all season, or is it going to change? Great question, uh, Teal. I can answer this. Yeah, or you want to answer this? Um, no, that's not the studio we'll have all season. We it will have it for a, a while. Um, we're we will have our own studio that. Uh, it will be Skybound and Schmodown that we will be very comfortable in and it will be our home. Matt and I are working on putting that together now and getting it ready for shooting. We're still going to be at the studio that we're at currently for a little while, uh, but hopefully very soon we can get into our, our home studio. Yeah. But the look and feel stays the same. You shouldn't even be able to tell at the end of the day. Perfect. That color scheme is like, I'm obsessed with it. So please keep it. <laughs> we love it. Okay, great. Uh, next question we're going to take from Luke from Galaxy Geeks. Okay. Since auditions are open all year, is there a high likelihood of new talent coming on throughout the year? Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. Um, the, because what I realized this season, when we put that, that date of March, whatever it was, we were going by the old school the last two years, because the reason why we did it that way the last two years is that if you didn't put your audition tape by the time the draft is in your SOL, you know, um, but that's not the case now. It's, it's, I want to make sure that when brand new people, if there's somebody, let's say the next Marisol McKee is watching the show and never found and hasn't found it yet. And, and, and they, she is, she's out there right now. And she, she sees the, the Friday night Titan, she pops it on in, um, in July and goes, Oh my God, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. I didn't know this existed. She has now that option to submit a, a tape immediately. And we could, we could find her and we then figure that out and, and, and hopefully discover the next star that way. So yeah, it's open up all season for that exact reason to, to then to be able to, and again, adding to that surprise, if we find somebody and then bringing them in and developing that character, um, that that's more exciting for you guys. And it's more exciting for us to see who we can kind of put over. Going off that question a little bit, um, will we see celebrity matches again like we did back in the Collider days? Because 
trying to yeah. grow the the product. Look, it's certainly a goal, man. I mean, it's certainly a goal. It's 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 in the it's in the docket of things to try. Um, but we also have to make sure the things when we were doing it at Collider, we would we would coordinate with the studios. And I think that as Terry Lynn just mentioned, when we get our own studio, it'd probably be a lot easier to do because the dip, the the problem now is we only have two days that we shoot at this studio that we have it rented for. When we have our own studio, if 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 the if Warner Brothers is like, hey we have so-and-so available, but it's on Wednesday. We know then we can then prep the studio. We can get the studio ready and then we can shoot, shoot it. It's too hard to try to do it at the moment because we only have those two days, but yes, absolutely. And my, my goal, I'd also like, I want to, I want to go with free for all. And I can't remember what show it was. And I apologize, but somebody mentioned it and they couldn't have been more right. Um, Free for all in the past was the last last year was too predictable. You knew everybody that was going to be in. I think it was Dagan actually, and 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 it and everyone. And you think it's it you you just knew who was going to be in it because the competitor, the managers had set amount of competitors, and that was it. I want it to be a total surprise this year, and I want to be able to throw in celebrities if I can find them. I want to be able to throw in some more people. So then you're like, wait, what the hell is Johnny Knoxville doing here? You know, if you saw Johnny Knoxville from from Royal Rumble, like stuff like that. So I just want to make it. If you saw the Batman match, you know what the potential, even though it's an exhibition match, you understand that this show has always intended to be fun. It can get serious, but it needs to be fun again. It hasn't been fun for a while, and now it's fun again. Okay, next question from Tim at the Insight. All right, so uh, this is a, a regarding uh, outside of Titans. So is there any new developments for the second season of the FCL, if there's any uh, to talk about or not yet? Terry Lynn, what do you say on this one? I say we're working on it. I know I see that a lot of people are really interested in FCL and they're anxious to know what the status of that is. Me too. We're trying to figure it out. Um, I think that FCL is a really good asset for us to have. And that's why it's taken a little bit longer because I want to make sure that we do keep it and that it's thriving and that we can continue doing it in the right way. So that's just going to take a little bit of time, but it is not off the table. We're trying to figure out what that timing is going to be and what it's going to look like as far as production goes. Great. Uh, next question from Dagan and Josh from Let's Get Ready Network. Yeah, so I just wanted to get some clarification. I know because it's been kind of discussed on the rundown or whatnot, um, but just about the, the faction race and the point system not really factoring in as much this season. Uh, can we get some official confirmation one way or the other if that's just kind of done for this season? I mean, for the most part, it, look, we're still, it, uh, my, my point is, who cares and just have fun, honestly? It's like, who, answer. who cares? <laughs> It's like, it's like, yeah, if, if, if in the middle of it, it's just a different, it's not the same league. It's not like, will there could in the middle of the year, is Frankie going to be paying attention to points and stuff throughout the year? Yeah. And in, in the middle of the season, will we say, by the way, here's the faction race and here are the points. Who cares? Let's, let's have fun. Let's, let's get, I want you guys, I want to watch your shows. I want to see your reactions. I want to hear you talking about who turned on who and who supported who and who did this and that's fun. That's, that's what this show was. And that's what it was to collider. And like the last two years when we had the faction race, it was great. And it did what it needed to do, but if it's around and it's not around, who cares? It's not the make or break for the Schmodown. Yeah. Um, my next question is a bit of a two-parter. Um, first off, um, when it comes to the announcers, the people who are calling the match, we've had a pretty set, um, 
rotation for a while now uh, with the uh, new addition being Andrew Guy and like he's done a fantastic job. I'm the first part of the question is, um, will we have a set group of announcers and will we have anyone new joining the announcing team? And then the second part would be because we now have an impartial online judge, does that open up the possibility for like a heel announcer or like a, an announcer that's completely biased because we have an impartial judge? Yeah, it's well, phenomenal questions. Um, so I have no problem. I can announce the the team that we have right now for uh, announcers, and it, and um, it doesn't mean that we can't add more people. But this the set team that we have at the moment that could appear in the desk are obviously myself and Mark Ellis, Andrew Guy, uh, Ken Napsock, um, Brad Gilmore, Rachel Cushing, and Steph Sabra. So those are all people that could show up on the desk at, at any any time. As far as your second part goes, um, I mean, there's also there's it, we we had that when Ken was when Ken made his turn against uh, Rachel and he was on the desk and he was pretty much that way. So if there's a if a character hits the stage and Mike during what the hell was it? I think it was collision. What it was, I think it was it was either second or third collision. It was second collision, and Mike was on the desk as a, a full heel. So that certainly can happen more often for sure. Um, and they can still stay and they can still, you know, and if the cameras are off, they're not going to be in character making decisions. So it certainly is a possible thing to happen for sure. Okay, great. Uh, moving on to Brandon at Shmomi the Money. I, I just want to get just a quick understanding of, of uh, Titan. So it's a two hour show Fridays at four Pacific and it's available only to patrons at a certain level. No, it'll be public. That is the, yeah. So, so no, uh, Titans. So for the month of April, Titans will be available is, is available all four Fridays out of the month. Plus you're going to get the pay-per-view, which is free for all. Right. So on, on other months where you don't have a special pay-per-view, whether it's spectacular or collision, um, you're going to get three Titans public. And then the fourth one will be pay-per-view so for example the marisol mckee versus tbd competitor bibiani versus chance that's a titans episode but that one is pay-per-view that will then that will air for patrons on that friday patrons will get it patrons will um will then uh, then it'll be split out the way that we're doing it this week with all the clips and everything too and then that will air the following friday at 10 in the morning and then the new episode of titans will air on uh, friday at 4 p.m so there's a new so this so this friday at 4 p.m pst that's available to the public that's uh that's that's our that's our show that you're going to get the all the information for so for people who were who saw like you know who, who didn't watch the pay-per-view this past week and then they all they're seeing is clips and matches coming out right now they're a little confused and our answer to that is just get the pay-per-view and if you can't afford to watch the pay-per-view which we understand then go and wait for it don't watch the clips and everything too wait for it to drop at 10 in the morning on friday and then watch the new episode of titans um after that yeah that was my biggest uh concern is what was going to be the public matches and what was the special patreon yeah you're going to get a lot of public matches okay okay and for our final question we're going back to the ultimate schmodown with bogs okay um so well when you put the um kind of list out christian of who's going to be available uh please don't include just players like include managers if they're available it yourself it's, you every, know, it's, anything. it's everybody it's everybody Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, it's, last question, really. Just I'm just looking for a bit of a scoop, you know, a bit of a tease about 
moving forward, you know, any, obviously you've got like great personalities back, you know, great energy, like Josh, you know, uh, Dewberry, Ken. I just want a bit of a tease about who else is potentially coming back, who you've maybe um, got in maybe months coming. Just tease us a little bit and give, give, give me a bit of a scoop. I'm not going to like my answer. I'm just going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to felony you and say, Hey, we'll see anything can happen. <laughs> okay. Wish I knew. I wish I knew. I said, oh, damn it. I have, I, you know, Dagan, you, you're better than I am. I had, I should have had the thing ready to go. All right. Okay, great. Well, thank you everyone for joining today. As I mentioned, um, I am recording this, so I will be sending you guys all the recording and thank you again, Christian and team for your time as well. We'll look to try to do this, you know, maybe once a month or so if schedules permit. And if you need anything else in the meantime, you know how to reach us. Thank you again, everyone. Thank you. 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 Thank you.